From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Morning Edition. Just the way they're running things and how they're handling situations like this, it's the, it really angered the students. Students are growing this morning after the deadly stabbing at a Santa Rosa high school this week. How students are now taking action. And later, we introduce you to a Bay Area man finally free this morning after serving 15 years in prison. It's not right. It's not. It's, it's an injustice that continues to happen today. His mission right now after being the last known Californian in prison for federal cannabis charges. And today is the last day of our dry break. Rain returns in the forecast tomorrow morning. I'm going to time out that series of storms coming up in your full forecast. All right, David, you live along the peninsula and use Highway 101 for your morning commute. Pay attention. Those uh, express lanes are officially opening starting this morning. We're driving along Highway 101 to show you how it all works. Yeah, because that area can get quite busy for the morning drive, but it is Friday, so we are hoping for Friday light. Got some cars out there. We'll have your travel times coming up. We continue to follow that story out of the North Bay. Students are calling out administrators for what they call a failure after the deadly stabbing of a Santa Rosa High School student Wednesday. 16-year-old Jaden Pienta died after a 15-year-old freshman stabbed him three times during a fight inside a classroom at Montgomery High. This all unfolded right in front of dozens of students. Another 16-year-old junior was hurt in the stabbing too, but is recovering. A 15-year-old freshman is facing felony murder charges. Parents and students are stunned over this, and understandably so. They told our Andrea Nakano problems have been brewing on campus for quite a while. Damien Esparza Sanchez and his mother stopped by Jaden Pienta's memorial with flowers. The two had played baseball together growing up. He can't stop thinking that if the school had done more, Jaden would still be here today. We felt like the uh, administration didn't, just, just the way they're running things and how they're handling situations like this, it's, the, it really angered the students. Sanchez says the students are demanding change. He attends Maria Carrillo High, and the students are taking action to have their voices heard. After like every school in the county got like threats about school shootings or just incidents in general, it just it, it made it made the students, including me, really worry about the future of the school, what would, what would happen. And then after we heard about the incident here, um, you know, students on social media started posting about um, a walkout because us. Us as students as a whole didn't feel, didn't feel safe anymore. Many parents are also contemplating what they can do to protect their child. Every day that they go out the door, I'm afraid something's going to happen. Parents always worry, but many are increasingly alarmed after hearing what happens at school. My daughters come home almost daily and tell me, oh my God, mom, there's a fight today. It was really bad, you know, almost on a daily basis. Christina Tupper says there is a history of bullying within Santa Rosa City Schools that has never been addressed. This bullying thing, it needs to be addressed not just out of high school, across Santa Rosa, because my daughters, you know, even from um, kindergarten, were bullied. Until concrete action is taken, many are worried about stepping into a classroom again. I don't even know like when I want to go back or if I want to go back at all just because, you know, just just because just because of how administration is handling this. So, you know, it's a it's a tough decision to make for that for the future of, of my education.
have reached out to the administrators to see if they have a response to these allegations. We're still waiting to hear back. A Sonoma County District Attorney Carla Rodriguez released a statement saying that her office will be seeking justice and providing the community with information, but there are also regulations in place that protect the privacy rights of minors. We will continue to follow this story and everything that develops with it. You can always find updates on our website, kpix.com, and we are always streaming on CBS News Bay Area. Let's take a live look from San Francisco this morning. It is another chilly start to our day, but hey, we're all thinking about the weekend, though. And we do have some rain in the forecast. That's why I first look meteorologist Jessica Birch is here to fill us in, keep us dry. Yeah, you know, we just have to time it out properly because okay. there are opportunities to take the dogs to the park. There's also opportunities to stay inside and use it as an excuse to watch your favorite Netflix show because it's raining too hard outside. Now, we're starting off this morning with partly cloudy skies throughout the Bay Area. A beautiful sunrise right around the corner, close to 6.30. Current temperatures are ranging in the 30s and 40s. And in the grand scheme of things, this is a lot warmer for current temperatures compared to what we were dealing with for the past couple days at the exact same time. We're starting to warm up, just cool right back down as another storm from the north sweeps its way in. Take a look at Futurecast and take a look at these winds associated with this. I really want to time out the first batch of showers for you so you're prepared tomorrow morning. Today it's calm. It's mild, partly cloudy skies into this afternoon. Not much to talk about weather-wise when it comes to activity today, but take a look at tomorrow. We're timing out this storm hour by hour into the 8 o'clock hour. Santa Rosa gets hit first. Gustier conditions are expected just near Santa Rosa as it sweeps through. Here we go into that 10 o'clock hour. Now it's hitting San Francisco. Notice how the wind speeds also start lighting up just into that hour. So gusty conditions and rainy conditions tomorrow morning. Here we go into noon. If you do have afternoon plans, make sure that you are preparing properly. If you live in the South Bay, you're going to be the last one to see these storms sweep through. Heading into the afternoon, it'll be hit or miss storms until around 8 o'clock that night. I'm going to time that series out coming up in just a bit, so you'll want to stay tuned for that. But for now, over to you, Gianna. Yeah, dry today, so that's the good news when you hit the roadways. All right, thanks, All right. Jessica, for that. Let's take a look at the roadways right now. If you are getting ready to make your way out the door and taking any one of our Bay Area bridges, like the San Mateo Bridge, it's moving along pretty nicely this morning between 880 and 101. In fact, we haven't had really any issues on the freeways this morning, any that would cause any major delays. We've had a couple of small, minor incidents on the right shoulder, broken down vehicles, but again, nothing that's going to cause any major brake lights or troubles. In fact, I'm going to show you kind of an overview of how things are moving along and Looks pretty good. We are seeing a lot of green on our maps this morning. So that is good news for anyone up early on this Friday, getting ready to head out the door for work or school. We do have those brake lights heading out of Tracy, getting into the Altamont, but that's pretty typical this time of the morning. 880 looks clear in both directions. So does 101. And I do want to talk about 101 this morning because starting today, express lanes along the peninsula through Highway 101 will actually be open up. And so our Joss Moran is live with us this morning, along with Photojournalist Shan McCauley there cruising along in Mobile 5 and uh, along 101 just to give us an idea of how all of this works. So, good morning, Jocelyn. I know you take 101 quite a bit. So, how is it looking so far this morning? All right, Gianna, so we actually just stepped off or got off the freeway right now along 101 because we ran out of stretch for that express lane. So we're working to get our way back onto 101. You should be able to see that camera in a few minutes. But this is, you know, another phase of this stretch of express lanes that are opening up. We have seen from Whipple Avenue going southbound about to the Santa Clara County line. That has been open for actually almost about a year. I remember talking about this a year ago. So drivers have gotten used to these express lanes. Now we're talking about your commute along the peninsula 
Peninsula going to San Francisco, right? Going that way or the other way around as well from San Francisco going over to Whipple Avenue in Redwood City. So this is a common commute that a lot of people use. So officially at 5 a.m., it has started today. And really the commute that we have seen so far, we're actually about to get on the highway right now. It has not been too bad. We know maybe starting at around 7 a.m., you're really going to start to see the impact there. But I do want to show you exactly how... So let's say uh, you have the fast track or fast track flex. You do absolutely need that if you are going to be using those express lanes uh, going from the peninsula over to San Francisco, vice versa as well. If there are three people or more in the car, you can use the lane for free as long as your toll tag is set correctly. Two-person carpool can receive a 50% toll discount. Solar drivers pay the toll listed. The lanes operate Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. Outside of those hours, the lanes are open to all drivers at no charge here. So the common question that we know people ask is, well, how do you know how much you're going to be paying? How are those prices really adjusted? And it all depends on what the traffic is looking like, right? So if you are, let's talk about the morning commute. If it is busy there uh, during that time, we know that that toll is going to be higher as well as during that rush hour, right? If you're getting off of work, we know it gets busier along Highway 101. That means that toll is going to be uh, more expensive as well. So right now, you give you a Look at our traffic cam, right? We are driving along the express lane. It is about 50 cents, so not too bad. Uh, but we know when it gets busy, that toll price can get higher, Gianna. We have seen uh, people on both sides of this. Some people like this. Other people are not a big fan of this. It's because uh, the idea behind it is to really encourage people to take mass transit and to carpool as well as increase the travel time for people who uh, are using the express lane. So if you look at it right now, our traffic cam, you can see 75 cents from here to Broadway, $2 from here to Roston Avenue. Gianna. All right. Earlier this morning, we saw there were spots where it was just 50 cents. So it looks like uh, it's going to take some time for drivers to get used mm -hmm. to it. But nice to yeah. see traffic is very light this morning, Jocelyn. Thank you so much.